0: Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Women Changing the Game. I'm so excited for our next guest. She is currently a public relations and communications intern with the Los Angeles Sparks. She is also currently a social media intern for USC Athletics, where she is working towards her master's for digital media. Her previous experience in sports has been with organizations such as the LA Clippers, Tiger Woods Charity Foundation, Must Love Sports, and more. Welcome Tatiana Lubanco. And did I pronounce your last name correctly? (laughs) Yes, you did. Thank you so much. I'm super excited for this. Yeah, thank you for being on. I'm so glad um, that we're going to have a conversation about your internships and Um, just your love for sports so let's jump into your background and yourself and how you got into the sports worlds why you got started there and you know how it all fell into place from there yeah
1: actually I originally when I was little did not want to go into sports that wasn't like my goal I wanted to be an architect so like completely different side of the world on that Um, and then as I got older going through high school and stuff I was just like you know what architecture sounds fun but like it's just not for me like I could just tell when I was like starting to apply for schools I was like the, the math all the extra classes I was like I don't think I can commit enough to it and so originally I started and I was like well what else do I love to do and me and my dad have grown up I've always been around sports whether it was basketball baseball soccer it's just always been kind of a part of me and so um once I got older and was just like trying to think, I was like, you know what? Like, I want to do something in sports. Like, that's where I think my passion lies. And originally, I wanted to do sports reporting. And so, when I applied for colleges, I applied um, for my undergrad for journalism. So I got in and chose Cal State Fullerton as my undergrad. And uh, luckily, at there, their whole program is just communications, and then you have different emphases. And so it could be um, journalism, public relations, uh, I think there's like a television and media one. And so I went in wanting to do journalism and then right before my orientation, probably about a month before I had talked to someone who had actually worked at the Clippers at that time doing social. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of interested in this. And so I had a whole conversation with him, talked to him a lot. And from there on, I was just like, okay, I think this is what I wanna do. So I went to my orientation at Fullerton and they they gave you like your different paper for what your emphasis is gonna be. And I looked and I picked up journalism and then I picked up public relations. And I was like, okay, I think I wanted to do journalism but I don't know, public relations, I feel like sticks out to me a little bit more. And so by the end of my orientation, I had switched my emphasis to public relations. (laughs) Um, and then kind of started on from there. And so that's really where it started to want to work more behind the scenes rather than in front of the camera when it came to sports. And so I went through college and was just uh, started out working different internships that weren't actually sports related. They were like in entertainment and stuff. And then I uh, my whole goal after I graduated Fullerton was I was like, I want a sports internship. Like that's what I wanna do before I graduate. And I think it was like a month before graduation, I ended up getting a internship with the LA Sparks. And at this point though, it was in their, um, their entertainment uh, department. And so uh, I was just like, this works. Like, you know, I wanna learn, like uh, help, maybe it'll help me decide that I wanna do something else. Um, and so I started there and worked there and once I started doing like their game ops and entertainment side of things, I was like, okay, I want to work in sports. And so from there, it just kind of blossomed into me picking up any type of sports job that I can get. That's going to teach me more about just different things of working in the industry and like really finding exactly it is what I want to do in sports.
0: Yeah, I feel like once you get your first sports job or internship you immediately fall in love with and you're like this is such a cool place to be working and um, that story was great all the, all the things you talked about I feel like you really did trial and error of what you want to do and I think that's really important when you're in college and you're in school and you're trying to decide what you want to do just to keep trying new things and switching it around a lot of people think you have to stick to one thing like you thought in the beginning architecture like completely different but um, it's great to just bounce around and try things because you never know how that's gonna change and what you're gonna end up doing so cool so then so now you're in grad school. And I just want to talk about how did you choose that way of going to grad school? Because a lot of people in sports do choose the route to go to grad school after they finish college and do internships with that. So I'm wondering, you know, what was your specific reasoning for choosing that path in case um, others need help deciding that?
1: Yeah, I will say, if you are undecided about going, you honestly, like, you can wait until the last minute because that's what I did. Um, when I went to undergrad, I ended up graduating in three years in my undergrad. And so I was approaching like my last year, but technically like my junior year of schooling. And I was like, okay, well, I'm almost done. Like, you know, I, I've only been here for three years. Like, I was like, okay, what do I want to do next? And I kind of looked at grad school and was just like, I don't know if I like want to go through with it, and really was just like back and forth the whole time. And you had to start submitting applications in like January or February. I decided I want to say in like November or December before applications were due that I was like, you know what, like I have the time to go through with it, like this is like what I want to do. And so I went to a school guidance counselor and was just like, I'm really late, but I want to go to grad school. Like, (laughs) how do I do it? And um, she just kind of told me, she's like, you know, it's going to be a little tough because you're a little bit farther behind than everybody else's. But she's like, if you, you know, really focus and like narrow down your schools and stuff like that, like you'll be able to get it done. And so it was really something that, for me, it was just kind of like, I was like, why not? Um, I'm a first generation student when it comes to my family college grad. And so it was just kind of like, I got my undergrad degree, like why not try to get a grad degree? And so I ended up applying to a few schools for like sports management communications and came across last minute USC's digital media program. And, uh, was just like okay this would be really really cool like this is way more focused on exactly what I want to do rather than the other programs are and so I kind of applied last minute on a whim and like surprisingly to myself got in and it just kind of worked out from there so I would say when it comes to grad school though like definitely don't stress if you don't know if you want to do it yet like you have the time to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and what a what a cool school to go to. So what classes are you taking there? And also just a personal question, how do you get work done in California? Because to me, I, I just love it there. So I can't imagine myself, you know, just sunny and great days all the time. You know, how do you get work done in California? I feel like, I, at
1: least for me, growing up in California, I feel like right. you look at it a little differently and yeah. stuff. I mean, it's still not safe to say that like you get distracted all the time and you're like oh I'm gonna just go here when I went to um, Fullerton I lived like right down the street from Disneyland so I had a Disney pass so it was like trying to be like okay um I have class at six and it's 12 like do I have enough time (laughs) to go to Disneyland and so that's uh, great (laughs) I feel like I, I just kind of learned to like balance and like realize like if I want to do all these fun things that like California has to offer it's just like staying focused and like yeah. getting my stuff done early so that like I can enjoy the rest of my day. Um, yeah. and then going back to your other question can you repeat that for me. I'm sorry, Yeah, just what
0: classes are you taking like oh, tell yeah. us a couple of classes. Yeah,
1: and so um, right now, since I'm approaching, like, my final semester, I'm in, like, a capstone class, which we're having to just create, like, uh, you kind of were able to do whatever you wanted, but for me and my friend, we're doing a group project where we developed, like, a social media campaign and stuff for a TikTok and Instagram account that we made about stuff to do in LA, and so that's, uh, for us, that was, like, what our project is, is just developing the campaign and, like, At the very end, you've got to track the analytics of it and like how well did these certain campaigns do and stuff. So like that's like our big capstone. Um, I've taken some classes in like social media analytics. Um, I took a sports social media class, which was really, really fun. Um, It was a super interesting class. We got to for like our final project, we got to work with Fox Sports and actually, Mm -hmm. Um, develop an idea and pitch it to them and then they they got to choose for it was for TikTok and for I want to say Snapchat it was like two ones that they didn't have as much content on and uh ours was for TikTok and we had actually our little group had won the the like I guess best idea so um
0: it's really cool
1: The, the classes that I've taken are really really cool and like they're useful and um they give you also a lot of leeway to do some electives and stuff so like that's where I was able to take like a media class um I'm trying to think of what other classes I've taken at this point I I Um, feel like
0: that it's cool that your classes seem very relatable to um jobs you're gonna have in the sports world and all that stuff it's like hands-on working on this content which is awesome. And that's great experience. You know, you want to have fun in your classes too, especially grad school. I feel like that's most important that it's relevant stuff to the real world. Um, But I feel like it's, it's gotta be tough for you with these two internships and then all these college classes and just finding balances um, with school in general is difficult. You know, whether you're a student athlete, you just have a job on the side, internships. um, So It can be challenging so how do you balance not only being in one internship on top of grad school but two internships and what are your time management um skills for that yeah
1: so i think my undergrad really prepped me for being able to even do more in grad school like I had said, when I went to my undergrad, I had graduated in three years. So I was taking a t- way more classes than I'm honestly taking now in grad school. And um, I also had, at that point I had a job and then I had an internship. So that was probably a good two of the three years that I was in undergrad, I was working crazy like that. Yeah. And so um, I really just continued to like teach myself the best ways for time management. There's still, I mean, it's a learning process and I feel like it's a forever learning process. I feel like I still, you know, slip up or like, you know, realize better ways to, to manage my time. But, um, a big thing for me that I keep myself completely sane is my planner. I live and die by my planner. Me too. And so like, that thing will tell me you know everything from like when I work to what assignments I have to even like dumb stuff like make sure you take out the trash today you know like just (laughs) anything that I can so that I can remember everything that I have to do for that day and so um I really think like just managing your time for me I work best in the morning so I always know to like if I have like a big essay due or if I have something for work that it is not a, I have to work at a certain time, I just have to get it done. I always will get up earlier in the morning and just like crank it out so that, you know, by like noon, one o'clock, I can get done whatever else I need to get done around my house or for school or, you know, any other thing I have for work. And then also giving myself the opportunity to have some free time later in the day as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think I'm a morning person too. I get, I can get things done in the morning, but I think my more creative side comes out later at night. But I'm the type of person who wants to get up early and get it out of the way. So I agree with you on that. So, working with the Sparks, that's such a cool internship to me. um, And I'm sure it is to a lot of our followers who want to work in sports and care about women in sports. So, Walk me through a day in the life of an intern with the SPARKS or just what it kind of entails. Yeah, so um,
1: I worked with them, obviously, at two different points. My first one was the game operations and entertainment intern- internship, and then right now I'm doing the public relations and communications internship. And so I'm going to just compare the two because one has been all virtual and one was actually in person. And so, um, so for my game operations one, you know, we would work game days. Um, Sometimes I would help out with different events that happened on off days or off season. And so uh, that meant, you know, during a game day, you got to the arena, usually two, three, four hours early, kind of depending on how much we had to do for that day. And You got done probably about an hour after the game ended. So definitely longer days, but you're just constantly going. I know for like my game operations one, you know, that whole time that we were working the game, we had something to do. Like you did not have a lot of sit down time. Your, Your biggest sit down time was you got there, you got everything you needed done for before the game. You got to eat for like, usually we got about 15 to 30 minutes. And then, uh, then you had to go again. And so um, definitely a lot of work. um, But it's exciting, you know, again, since that one was on the game ops side, you were in the action a lot more than you might be in, um, you know, communications, public relations, you know, the business side, sales side, you know, for us, we were down on the court doing things for halftime, doing things for timeouts and stuff. So like that one, I feel like, When you're, you know, expanding and trying to learn about different, you know, parts of an industry that one really like puts you in the dead center of the action. And so uh, I really enjoyed that one. And then for my current one with the public relations and communications one, unfortunately, I got hired a month after the pandemic started. Yeah. And so um, we've been all virtual at this point, but, yeah, but it didn't mean that I've necessarily stopped being busy. Right. Um, it's just not as set hours. So, you know, before, like when we had game days, it was like you had to be at home, You're, you had to be at the arena at like four o'clock for like a seven o'clock game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, when it was virtual this past season in the bubble, um it was mostly like you just need to join 30 to 45 minutes before for the first press conference so um you know you didn't have as much prep time that you had to get ready for it was um I feel like a little bit easier on that side of things Mm -hmm. and so um but there's still been stuff to do I mean like we're in the off season right now. And I'd have to say we're still pretty busy because it's ramping up to getting closer to the start of the season. And so, you know, we just have a bunch of cool things going on. Uh, It's a big season for the WNBA for the 25th season, which is also the Sparks 25th season. So, um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on and uh, it's, it's, it's exciting. Like there's really a lot of stuff to do, even being virtual and like, trying to make you know, make the best out of it, even though you're not being able to be in the action, um, I think is still playing a part, you still have a lot to learn, even with it being virtual.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like everybody's in the same boat with the virtual, it stinks. And that's crazy that you got hired during it. So I bet it's going to be exciting when you can, you know, actually go and see what's going on. But It's cool um, to hear the comparisons between the two as well, because I do understand the game operation side of things. I know it was hectic and just a very fast pace, but it's so fun. Like, it's like a thrill. Like you said, it's exhilarating to be a part of that. So the differences are huge, but both great internships that you had. And how did you land these internships? You know, what did it have to do with... You networking. I mean, you touched on it a little bit in the beginning when you talked about it, but um, do you think that you would credit your resume work, your, your past experience, or what advice do you have to give for landing these types of internships, even working with um, USC and being the social media intern there as well? Yeah,
1: I'd say um, most of mine, honestly, except for this most recent one with the Sparks, Has been all me applying and uh, not knowing anyone, just like hoping that, you know, my resume and my interview skills pay off. And so I do think overall it's really important to have those connections and, you know, build those relationships with people. Uh, But at the end of the day, like it's what you do and your work that's really gonna help you. And at least for me, that's been like my biggest credit is that like it's really been like, my own grind on doing it um with the la sparks this most recent one i was referred from my tiger woods internship and so um, they had already known like a few of the people at the sparks and then since i had already worked with the sparks before they were also able to talk to my boss from my game operations internship Um, but i still had to go through the whole interview process you know like even with those connections it doesn't guarantee you a job i still had to you know us we have to submit writing samples and stuff like that so like that doesn't change just because you know somebody but um I would I would just say like still build those relationships if possible and like always try to fine-tune your resume your portfolio like I spend all my time trying to just like add stuff to my own portfolio or you know, up my resume, like sometimes I'll like see somebody else's resume and I'll be like, that's really cool that they added that. Like I should include that type of thing in like mine. So um, I really just think it's, it's you just trying to, to fine tune whatever you can build those relationships. They're all really important.
0: Yeah. And like you said, with the relationships or networking, once you know, the people and that's great, that'll help get you in. But everybody says, once you get to the interviews, and once you get to that part of things, it's all you and it's the work that you put in, how you act and how you, um, you know, mesh with the company, that's what it's going to come down to. But just having those people around you, they'll help get you around, but it it all leads back to you. So everything you said was, was great. Um, so being a woman in the sports industry, um, just touch a little bit about just your experience with that, you know, how's it been for you personally and what does it mean to you to be a woman in sports? Yeah,
1: I would say, um, I know there's a lot of, obviously, it's a lot harder sometimes for women in sports. And like, it you know, there's just some things that happen that are very unfortunate. And it sucks that it even still happens to this day. Um, for myself, I've actually been really blessed with all my internships, having some really cool women that I've worked with, mm-hmm. whether it be other interns or my bosses and stuff. And so I feel like that's always helped me is because I never felt like alone in that sense and like I felt like when it came to like especially having like bosses that were women it was someone that could back me up you know in an in an understanding way yeah and so um I mean it's it's definitely sometimes difficult it's not always easy sometimes you know you feel like you're looked down upon or you don't know as much because you're a woman and so um I would just say like my biggest thing is like it doesn't matter if you're a woman, you can still do it. And you can still know 10 times as much as a man, like that doesn't make a difference. It's, you know, it's your passion. And so like, uh, you know, if you put the time and the commitment in and stuff like you, that doesn't mean that you'll be less just because you're a woman, like you have the ability to be so much more.
0: Yeah, it's great to hear that, that you've just had a great experience and had these role models almost in a sense as your bosses to look up to or to go to and, you know, not feel different in your position because you're a woman. So that's cool to hear. Um, And I'd love to just talk about your goals for the future. And I want to, I want to talk about like out there goals. So something that seems like a dream now, maybe what's your future plans for, or maybe they're not plans, but just things you think about you, where you want to go with your career, Um, big, big dreams for you.
1: Yeah. So, um, actually like, even though I've moved more towards like the social aspect of things, I've always really loved the communications aspect as well, that PR communication side of things too. And so, um, I, I love to work in social to start and like work my way up and stuff, but like my ultimate goal is to work for, um, a team. It doesn't matter what sport for me, I'm cool with any of them. Um, but I want to be a director of communications. Uh, they, they have a big hat or they wear a lot of hats, but they have a big job that they have to fill. And, um, I've just always been intrigued by it. I think it's cool to, you know, to see, and I've talked to a few people who are up in those positions and just to see, like, there's so many things that they're in charge of that you're like, I didn't even think that that related to what your job did. Um, and I'm someone who I like to be busy and i like to have a lot on my plate, honestly. And so, uh, it's always been just like a a job for me that I'd just love to have. And so that that's kind of like my end goal that I hope I get to. So
0: cool. Yeah, you'll definitely get there because you're working so hard right now have had great success thus far. So I definitely foresee that happening in your future. And you talk about um, how you like to have a lot going on. I definitely agree with that too. same here. Um, And do you Do anything with these dreams? I know a lot of people have been journaling. Do you do that, or no? You just kind of just you talked about your planner. You just kind of have it in your head, like that's your goal right now, and then it'll change. I think you know as you as you work through different jobs. That's happened for me. But is there anything you do specifically, or it's just kind of in your head?
1: Um, I wouldn't say there's anything like specific that I do as far as like mapping out dreams, but I do and have done a lot of research and, you know, making those, those network connections and stuff to find out more of like, is this really what I want to do? Or is it like something that I thought I wanted to do? And so um, I spend a lot of time just like, you know, one looking, I always look when I see those positions, like, you know, free up for a director of communications or director of social media and stuff, even though I know at this point, I don't have the experience for it. I always go look at it and, like, sometimes I'll take screenshots, sometimes I'll email it to myself, um, but just so that I can see what they're looking for. And so that way, like, I can kind of work through that journey and make sure that I'm getting those things that they would be looking for, you know, in five years, they were to have that position open. And so um, I think just researching a lot is what I do. Um, Yeah.
0: I like that. That's unique. You know, I haven't heard that really from anyone yet. Just that's so important to research. And then as you said, screenshot it or send it to yourself and just know what you have to work on and really where your goal is at. I love that. Thank you. And lastly, I'm just going to ask you, um, if you have any advice for girls wanting to join the sports industry. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say to really just don't give up. I think in general, the sports industry is hard to get into, you know, um, sometimes like there, you think that like, you're like, okay, I have this experience, I have this experience, and then you still don't get that job. And so I understand sometimes it, it does get frustrating and it's, it sucks sometimes, but um, they're, they're, it's always gonna work out. There's been many a times where I'm like, I've always tried to have a next internship plan throughout my schooling. So as soon as one ends, I could start the next. And there's times where I'm like, okay, I'm approaching like two, three weeks left before this internship, and I don't have something else planned. And like, something will come through. And, um, and obviously, you know, looking at like the things that I've done, it's always been really, really good. I've always been like, super happy for the internships that I've gotten next. And so um, I think just being confident in yourself, I think is a big thing. Um, Don't sell yourself short. There's been times where I've applied to things and I'm like, I don't have any experience in like this side of things yet. Like I, I know I could do it, but like, I don't necessarily have any previous experience in it. Um, and I've gotten the job. I mean, like, for example, when I worked for Tiger Woods, I knew nothing about golf. I told my boss at that, like when he was interviewing me, he's like, what do you know about golf? And I was like, nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it ended up working out really, really well. Cause I told him that I dedicate the time to learn. And like, I was committed to, even if I didn't know about golf, teaching myself and making sure that, you know, when I, if I got that position, that I could still do the job, even if I wasn't, you know, this golf connoisseur. And so um, I think that's just the biggest thing is like, don't sell yourself short because you think you lack the experience or the knowledge, like go for it, apply, like you never know. Um, I think that's really, really important is just kind of stay true to yourself with that.
0: Cool. That's really great advice um, and I hope everybody takes all that into consideration. You had some great stories to tell, great answers and advice for everyone and I'm really excited for everyone to hear. So, thank you for coming on again. Yes, and- thank you guys so much.
1: I really hope everyone, I taught someone something.
0: <laughs> oh, you definitely did. You taught me something. So, there you go. Well, <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time on Women Changing the Game.